Hi everyone, this is uh, welcome to Man Walks Into a Rabbit Hole. This is 10.30 on 27th September. Uh, I have a very dear friend of mine, also probably a philosopher. Uh, so um, somebody <laughs> who moonlights as a philosopher. So I enjoy my chats with him. I've had many chats over the last... 10, 12 years, maybe uh, that's how long I know him. And uh, I I have learned to value those chats. I have learned to personally value him as a person because I think we need more of him in on this planet. But uh, that's the background. And uh, we don't really have a strong topic, as in we don't have a single topic. But uh, there are a few things we want to talk over a series, right? So the topics, the subtopics to the series are we want to talk about nature of losses. We want to talk about identity. We want to talk about uh, losses in a personal sense, which might be breakups or deaths or those kind of very hard losses. And uh, then we also want to talk about at some point, wherever and however life allows us, we want to try and talk about uh, our own self-inflicted pain, right? So like, for example, uh, a simple example is we'll buy a house and then we'll say we don't have money to pay its EMIs. I mean, that is kind of self-inflicted or we'll have a kid and then we'll worry about his or her future till we die. And that's again, a bit of a self-inflicted pain. So uh, we'll talk about all of these topics. Again, we don't really have uh, a strong mechanism to, uh, or we don't, we don't intend to have a strong mechanism to control this chat. Uh, we're gonna go with the flow. Uh, we're gonna time ourselves to about an hour approximately so that uh, he, whatever we finish in an hour, we'll record for today. And then we'll keep following it up with a 10, 20 part series. So that's the nature of this conversation. With that, uh, over to my friend, probably my long lost brother, Sachin and I'll let him introduce himself and then we can take it from there. Thank you. That was flattering. And I must say that all the feelings are fairly mutual. I mean, uh, we absolutely more of your kind, uh, need more of your kind on, uh, on this planet. So uh, introduction, right? Um, you, do a, you, you do a mundane job like me, so I can make it easier for yeah. you. <laughs> I do a fairly mundane job at, at, at times. What feels like fairly meaningless, um, except for when the 30th of the month rolls around. My <laughs> <laughs> meaning to hair, I would say meaning to hair jobs. Maybe you're still uh, probably doing something meaningful somewhere. But Let I think is there is no... Uh, I, I, I sometimes feel there is no... Uh, uh, there's no some of our jobs because of the nature of the abstractions that we have I feel uh, it's very hard to relate to the direct value we add to the world right and that's why I call our jobs slightly mundane sorry go on Sachin I didn't mean to interrupt you that was exactly my point as well 
on many instances when I'm going to the office, uh, of course, now we don't, but when we used to, and I, I live fairly far away from my office. So when I, uh, when I'm on my commute, uh, umpteen instances where I'm, I'm just observing the people on the road, right? And I think to myself, Abhi main office ja raho, mujhe ek ghanta lagega. Abhi wahan ja ke, mera aaj chhe meeting hai. Aur main shaam ko fir ek ghanta ragadte wapis aayega. Does anything I do in the office today, or that I have done in the past, has any implication on, let's say, that gentleman sitting in the chai kathela having his chai, right? Or sometimes I even question the implications of that on my own life. I am doing what I am doing. And that to me is the biggest rabbit hole that I struggle with. My, my concern is not with the job per se, right? It is important. It has its place in the larger scheme of things. And to an extent, I do reconcile with that. But it's the charade. It's the charade that we have to indulge in. It's the, it's the pretenses that we have to make to, um, how shall I say, uh, to, to belong. Uh, when we would rather not belong. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. Is, that, is, that is what on occasions... Uh, leaves me split. It it sort of literally leaves me split. It's a very visceral feeling. <laughs> no, it's very no. hard to articulate. <laughs> While you were talking about your traveling, uh, uh, I I I, I remembered this right. So uh, there is this uh, stand-up guy who uses this analogy right, and he actually builds it up very beautifully. So he says that uh, I have been obsessed with. Uh, understanding and studying and so over the last uh, six months year like i have watched every video every poop blah 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 something like that he does a build up of that sort then he says uh, and then he very beautifully contrasts it with the city of mumbai so he says look when you look at uh, the ants uh, every ant always looks super supremely busy and supremely focused i mean it is always going somewhere yeah. doing something yeah. there is part of something larger yeah it it so he actually says it doesn't know it's part of something larger it is just very busy it's very focused hmm. and then uh, we are observing as humans that all these ants are going in a line they're doing something they're lifting some sugar cubes they're doing going to some other place and he's like, if he paused them and he asked them, saying, what are you doing? They will say, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. We are very busy. Don't talk to us. You're distracting us. And then he says, when, but when I keep looking at them, all they're doing is picking up sugar cubes, going to the other place, depositing it, coming back, picking the next sugar cube. And he's like, this is all they do. And he, he's like, if we stop them at some point and if we break their rank and file by whatever external mechanism, they'll still keep walking to some other place. So he, he gives this example that if I put a spoon, it just starts climbing the spoon. It doesn't... It doesn't ask why, what. It just keeps clapping. And I, I actually think that's a very neat analogy. If you sometimes think about... Like, obviously, he was contrasting this with Mumbai City. But uh, I actually think even if you take modern life in general, I think a lot of our busyness is very... Uh, very self-inflicted, right? Artificial. If, yeah, very artificial. It's, it's very artificial. A lot of the things are made 
to seem more important than they actually are and then further for you to put in your soul into it 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 almost feels like you're being robbed of your soul <laughs> no no absolutely and 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 that to me is since we were speaking of losses that that to me is one of the biggest losses that uh, i'm not so sure about the rest of the populace but certainly that i feel right it is um it's as i said it's it's very visceral it it tears you apart on occasions i don't know how you deal with it i know you have you have your struggles with it at times as well but uh, i almost hit a wall and it just becomes insanely difficult for me to even take one further step ahead um, and that to me is the biggest loss <laughs> and is that only because of the nature of the job searching or is that also because uh... like for example would it be easier if you were let, let's say working in primary education i'm just asking it would be the case in it, sorry let me rephrase that it would be the case where i to be working in anything which is not coming from within and i know that sounds like a very motherhood and apple pie uh, everything is good and great in the world kind of a statement but but that's how it feels to me right if i were to ask me uh, what would be those one or two professions where i would not go through something like this uh, i would say either a writer or a or a tennis player right essentially essentially a, a lonely pursuit now that could also be a reflection of uh, the kind of person i am a fairly introverted uh, um, since we were speaking of introductions right i was i was raised in the city that you are in right now and i spent a good 15 16 years of my life there uh living in an apartment complex where unfortunately i was the only person who was south indian so to speak right uh, from hubli and uh very was very picked on because of that reason I was very badly bullied in my early days uh, because i used to speak I, i still speak kannada at home and that became a reason for all the complex kids to pick on me and that somehow led me to believe that loneliness and individual pursuits are better than being with people and that feeling has carried on with me even till till this day that i'm generally happiest when i'm alone doing something that i alone can enjoy and i don't really like people <laughs> interrupting into into that aspect so uh, so i would say anything that involves working with a large group of people is not for me <laughs> uh, i'm sure there are tasks which need that and there are people who are better suited the profession i have chosen and the setup that i have decided to stay in doesn't lend itself very well to it so there's a price to pay but but would it be uh, two questions right and actually I'll, i'll kind of ask them one at a time uh, speaking of bullying is bullying worse today i i not for you but i'm saying don't you find what happens on twitter also similar to bullying because is i i like let me let me phrase that question correctly right i find it hard that like today i saw this post right this is a real post so somebody is just saying that uh, uh i thought it's a very simple post some guy is posting saying look uh, for years i have heard that uh, women are like this women are like that blah 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 uh it's taken me many years to figure out how women are but today and i don't know what is the reason i didn't read the whole thread but he says today i have figured and understood that 
uh, women are complex and uh, women have their infinite complex challenges, which means they have their own sets. A very simple message to me. I mean, I didn't read too much into this. And people are bashing him up, saying, Tumko to kuch women ka sense nahi hai, tum kyu women pe comment kar rahe hai, tum, tumne to kuch samjha nahi hai, like you don't understand anything, you're, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I was wondering, well, I read that guy's comment again. I said, look, did I miss something? Did this guy say something which is awkward? And it's a long-winded post, but I think the guy is essentially saying this. I didn't know that women issues But something struck as an epiphany today, and I feel they're complex creatures. That's about the summary of I don't know why they're beating him, man. And to me, that sounded like bullying. I don't know whether you have a view on that. It is absolutely bullying. And in some ways, it is worse because you don't actually get a chance to respond to that. Right? Uh, uh, the, the gentleman that you just mentioned who put out... Some random stranger. I don't know. Who, who, whoever, yeah, who, whoever that person is. It's going to be very difficult for him to go out and respond to every single wild tweet justifying his stand. And it sort of spirals out of control pretty soon. There is no way you can put a leash on it. Uh, physical bullying, right? That There is, there is an element uh, of sort of response. You can in, at some point in time respond to it because the people who, who are doing the bullying are in front of you, hopefully. Uh, are people who you know, right? It, it's it's very rare that you're walking on the street and some random stranger comes to you and bullies you. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Bullies typically would be your schoolmates or your college mates or your classmates, whoever that might be. So there is a chance to, first of all, know that person. And secondly, to respond. Online bullying has just taken it to an entirely new plane. And I mean, uh, I have read articles on this. I've seen documentaries on this. and. Uh, uh, I don't know if you follow John Oliver. Um, yeah, I know John Oliver. Yeah, actually. he has a he has a a brilliant interview with uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky about how I like Monica Lewinsky for well, for uh, for at least how she is on Twitter. I don't know how she is in real life, well, but in she good... conducted herself throughout the whole business and. Furthermore, what she has become out of that entire experience. Uh, very I think few... she jokes on herself. Yeah, no, no, not, she's I, not I, afraid to speak of her challenges. She's not, uh, I mean, she's not shy. Afraid is not the right word, but she's not yeah. shy of speaking of her challenges. And uh, it's quite fascinating to see a person like that, right? Like, it's quite fascinating to see how a person responds to a challenge. She, I'm sure she's had her challenges in terms of depression or mental issues or whatever she, whatever is challenges she has. But I think to overcome it in a very uh, structured manner is quite something remarkable, actually. I think. Yeah, and from watching that interview, at least I I sort of somewhere got a sense, and I've, I obviously don't know Monica Lewinsky, but. She has reconciled and she has accepted what has happened, and that is putting her in a, at least what I hope is in a in a in a position where she can pick up the threads of her life and move yeah, on. Yeah, a path to recovery, absolutely. It, it is just insanely. If we cannot even begin to imagine the shit that she went through, 
especially when you take into consideration the fact that the other party didn't have to face any consequences at all right uh, and, uh whatever happened in that in the oval room uh, in those days uh, there were two people who were party to it and my my belief is that both parties should either suffer equally or pay the price for it equally but in this case it was just one woman and 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 it is terrible some of the stuff that i've read about her and and even from fairly established quarters right people like jay leno uh, some of those late night comedians in the us they just took her to cleaners and if you if you go back to youtube and some of these videos are there some of the way uh, some of the jokes that were cracked on her were just uh, a lesser model would just have easily given up and uh, i don't know uh, taken the extreme step might be but the way she has come out of it is just I, I admire her from that perspective. I, of course, question the wisdom of what they did in the. <laughs> but then, who am I to judge? It's it's their life. Well, I I, I tend to uh, I tend to agree, right? I I, I tend to see. Uh, I I tend to see the. Uh, an optimism. Uh, for myself in her story right because i i tend to see her and uh, it's remarkable to reconcile it's remarkable to show your ability to be self deprecating about it it's remarkable to be mature it is remarkable to at least publicly not show misgivings i don't know whether in private she has misgivings or not as i don't know but publicly she doesn't seem to be showing any misgiving so i actually thought it's quite remarkable in the way uh, let me just let me just summarize it in one sentence it's remarkable that she can even look at a blue dress again in her life absolutely no i agree right and that I, summarizes everything <laughs> you're absolutely right and i think she, i mean the little i remember of that story right i haven't followed that recently but uh, the little i remember, remember of that story uh, it was a friend who recorded the chat who didn't tell her and uh, i think just the public trauma of uh, yeah, judgment right i mean uh, thankfully and I, i mean it in a i know probably it's not the right word to use but thankfully it was not what is called as a legal judgment but i think it was still a moral judgment cast it was a moral judgment yeah i mean large okay. number of people on her and her 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 sense of how she uh how, how she exercised her uh, being so i think very tough uh, but what sorry go on go on sir yeah stuff that they did right happens pretty much every day it it i'm sure it is happening in a hundred different places as we speak absolutely. right now absolutely and between consenting adults should have been left alone i mean even if the even if one party was the was the president of the most powerful country on earth but then that's the that's the bit with the us right everything is a media circus uh, everything i think media circus to abhi sab jagah ho gaya hai media circus to matlab obviously the 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 strange part of the story is this was probably 20 25 years ago when probably media circuses were less yeah. but abhi to media circus sab jagah hai right it unfortunately seems to be that we have adopted all the things we should not have from the us ha nahi abhi to sabhi jagah media like everything is a, and and the, 
issues which really can matter right like we're not talking about right like my my obviously that's one more rabbit hole and a long conversation to go into but i think there are issues which matter right and i i i, I just believe that uh, like i was talking to somebody right and uh, this is actually an idea i don't know whoever whoever is listening to this and wants to pick up please pick this idea do whatever you want to do with this idea but i was saying that uh, like few few of us were talking uh, few friends were talking saying uh, like i am big on uh, i want to big but i i believe there is a market for uh, uh, hugely tailored or hugely individualized content i believe and market as in not just a market in terms of money but there is a demand now whether you want to make money whether you just want to do it for personal creativity and happiness that's all a different conversation and a different business model right uh so i was talking to somebody and i was telling so then people said nahi aisa nahi hai kyunki business mein to 400 newspapers hai aur digital outlets hai movies mein itne sare movies ban rahe hain podcast mein 3 million podcasts are there or some number like that i was saying look let's take an example right uh, and i think i must have spoken to you but if i don't if i haven't i'll i'll repeat the story the story is this uh, let's take culture and i mean pop culture everyday culture pop culture is in popular culture uh, i don't think there is a popular culture outlet in india so let me give an example again right so there is new yorker in uh, uh, in in the us and new york uh, state which is essentially a cultural magazine i mean while it it has some social relevance articles also but uh, so so topic in india could be uh uh if i am meeting a, a girl and i am a boy hence and i am a hetero boy so i'm saying if i'm meeting a girl for the first time over a date is it okay for me to ask her uh, her uh, religion now i know the answer but i'm saying this could be a whole uh 2000 word essay right because uh, the point is we know the answer because we are american sensitized we say the answer is no but in india pretty much tum bolo ya na bolo wo opposite banda baith ke tumko har har muh pe judge kar raha hai to norms hi pata chal jata hai india mein to utna dur jaake exactly udhar matlab but theek hai chalo suppose maine bola mera naam khali amit hai maine aur kuch bataya nahi so i just say my name is amit but i'm saying you still have uh, like every move of yours is watched right the way you dress the way you talk the way and and in india unfortunately you can use all of this to paint a extremely racial picture of that person which means racial or demographic picture not racial also it's a extreme strong demographic picture you can to a point say he or she comes from the richer part of the city he or she comes from this kind of community from you are obviously having a meal with her so the other question i was asking right uh, so i'll i'll bring up another question so that i just explain what i was trying to think the other part of the question is this right keep uh, uh, i go on same same scenario i go on for a first date with somebody with a girl and the girl says i am a vegetarian 
and let's say i eat meat now is it okay for me to order my portion of meat and eat with her my answer common sensically is no but i think this could be a full cultural conversation right so i'm seeing there's no uh, so so coming back i'm just bringing back the focus there saying that uh, while there is a lot of content out there uh, i think there is no specialized individualized thoughtful content and uh, i think we 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 hyperlink from the point uh, sachin where you were saying everywhere it has become like the us we have sensationalized media i am saying the content which really matters and which is the human interest angle we have lo- the news was supposed to be for human interest right otherwise broadly mujhe zyada farak nahi padta aaj beirut mein war hai to like realistically 200 200 years ago it wouldn't it wouldn't have made much of a difference to me if beirut was right now going through a war right from to think of it it really actually doesn't even matter if there is a war going on in your neighboring state which which, which think about it is actually happening in assam right now and it doesn't true. matter doesn't matter to us true uh, partly because we are privileged uh, it has no direct impact on our life but but i hear you i mean and i somewhere feel that's a function of how repressed we are as a society not just now and that's been forever uh, like goes back to our uh, age old philosophies of don't question people uh, obey your parents respect your teachers etc etc and and in in that whole straight jacket if i may use the word we are just so stuck that uh, arbitrary thought ka koi outlet hi nahi hai arbitrary but what Expect to have an arbitrary thought, and what I and by arbitrary I mean exactly that something completely unrelated, something which has never been heard un, heard of before, but you feel has some merit. उसका कोई चांस ही नहीं है इंडिया में, because the moment you do that, teacher मार देती है या फिर माँबाप गाली देना शुरू कर देते हैं, and it's a function of that whole thing. This is just a it's a very repressed country. It's a, and I, i i don't know what the solution as is somewhere I, i i like the way you bring up your kid right i mean you you do the whole cool dad thing not a lot of people do that uh, ah, but, but it's it still right but the point point is even with a son or a daughter or whoever you are dealing with yeah, somebody younger than you the challenge is continuing to be the same right that uh, we are not giving them content uh, uh, or we are not able to give them content which might help them in a social human interest angle like uh, like for example like for example i i believe that's a huge huge challenge which has an implication on every aspect of life because we don't allow our folks to think differently it is your marks and what you have scored because that we believe is the key to success and uske aage to hum log kuch sochte bhi nahi hai so how will a child coming up think of anything different for example let me let me just huh. illustrate that with an example hmm. right uh, slightly extreme so pardon me but but let me let me let me take a stab at this we all have this sex education stuff in school now coming yeah. up right now uh 
in my times it was a small chapter in the moral science class what does morality have to do with sex is our rabbit hole which we can discuss <laughs> another five hours but for in my time uh, it was a small chapter in, within the moral science textbook now my belief firmly is that both guys and girls once they hit a certain age should certainly be taught about what that pleasure is right and i i say that with all respect and solemnity i'm not talking about in a crass sense of the word because that is one of the key aspects of all of our lives none of us knows none of us were taught and in a typical patriarchal society a male will just go and do whatever the hell he wants without even realizing whether he is actually indeed giving pleasure to the other party or not and that wrecks relationships that no. wrecks rex trust leaves behind a debris of uh, broken hearts and and uh, confidence shaken and that has an impact on society even from a larger perspective which none of us really realize so why would a college or a school not have a subject which de- deals only with this aspect that is one a slightly more relevant uh, uh, not relevant a slightly more uh, not extreme example would be how do you manage money or any of those things so none of that is even encouraged right it's just do your marks get into an iit go to the us make your fucking money and then that's about it then your life is set so how are we going we are building a nation of robots uh, no wonder we are heading in the direction that we are ha i hmm no i i broadly agree with most things you said right in fact i probably agree with everything uh, i think the challenge is twofold right uh, and this uh, i know we are digressing but it's okay i think this was supposed to be a free flowing chat a free flowing chat anyway but but take the same conversation right uh, let's say my child walks up to me so i said look there is no culture outlet there's no digital outlet which is publishing culture as an example right uh, take the same example my kid who's let's say 17 18 walks up to me uh, and says that uh, i'm going on my first date uh, is there a list of do's and don'ts right exactly the point i was trying to make ha no i agree i i know know what you're saying but i'm saying today uh, in most cases unless you are set up correctly so my kid is not 18 thankfully my kid is much younger but uh, unless at this young age i have set the equation with him one where he can have this chat and when i can have this chat because he will anyway have the chat he will anyway come and ask me ki acha main kya karu but mai agar awkward feel kar raha hu and i cannot talk about it i have anyway created a barrier right first the second is even if i talk about it in and this is not india maybe india right? i don't know but, but broadly the, my imagined world in most cases is people will say look be respectful to the girl be whatever be uh, pay for the bill or pay for the meal if possible i mean those basic things but nobody is really going to tell him that uh, like what does really respect mean exactly what, what does respect really what does what respect 
yeah what action does respect really mean like like is respect not using the cuss word because i think if you are authentic you will use the cuss word because you've used your cuss word all your life so if you're going to say fuck i don't think it is disrespectful to a girl yeah. right yeah. yeah i think we have to move ahead from the symbolism and we have to be able to answer the kid or tell the kid that look uh, it's okay to use the f word it's okay to be yourself it's okay to dress the way you are but understand that she is a separate identity and actually the fact that she is a she doesn't matter in this case it could be he it could be whoever it is it's a separate identity you have to understand the boundaries till at some point if your relationship develops you can blend some boundaries right but till then the boundaries are very separate you don't get into how she manages or how she does what she does like there will be some blending of boundaries but that blending of boundaries no matter how good we do it and this speaks for probably my marriage and i'm fucked anyway in this somebody is <laughs> going to slap me but uh, but i don't think no matter how well you do this i don't think the blending uh, the venn diagram goes beyond 25 30% maximum I, right. i think the key word that you used there was was symbolism uh it is true in a relationship of any kind right even a relationship between an employee and an employer unfortunately these days is largely being driven by symbolism right you you need to you need to be a part of the team uh, nobody thinks about a scenario where hey i can still contribute to the success of the team but not believe in any of the rituals or any of the symbolic rituals that the team follows it is it is almost incumbent on every member of the team it's almost like being part of a cult it's cultish and and most organizations behave like that these days uh, in fact it has gone to an extreme where they where where i have a feeling that unless organizations adopt more cultish behaviors they won't succeed in in the in the kind of environment that we are growing in. and we see examples but, but i'll play devil's advocate right such in sorry to interrupt you i'll play devil's advocate and i'm not saying i agree with what i'm saying i am in fact i broadly understand and see what you're trying to say and i i feel the same in almost 95% of the cases the counter argument i get right and you and i both have worked in places which had like 10 20 30 000 employees right or or in some cases we worked in places which has 200 000 employees uh uh the counter argument with the people officer or people officers like the hr or whatever team say is how do we make rules which we can ensure that 10000 people follow right because they say that look if we allow cuss words maybe you are a very respectful person you will use cuss words sensitively but what happens if there are Nine, 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 nine. Other people who use cuss words wrongly. And do you see that? Do you see that challenge of uh, reducing this to a set of rules which make uh, violations low? I I understand what you're saying. I completely get it. My problem with that is it doesn't work. 
it doesn't work in a in a setup of as you said 200000 people if an x percentage is deviant while you have imposed a rule that says you can't use cuss words as an example if those deviants are of a certain kind those deviancies will show in other ways your rules will not cover every eventuality right it, rules cannot by their nature so my problem with that whole scenario is you're trying to solve a problem which is unsolvable it you can't you just can't do it so then in that situation you might as well accept that there is deviation and learn to live with it because otherwise you're imposing a set of rules on on what essentially is a jungle let me explain that to you a little bit right while all organizations say teamwork is important right so a team's achievement should always be placed over your individual achievement etc etc we know the drill we know the story but yet when performance appraisals come around uh, the amount of money you are going to be handed over still de- dependent on what you are doing so then how do people marry these two con- contradicting forces and when there are contradicting forces people will always fall back on their benefit right they will always look at actions which benefit them so teamwork and stuff like that goes for a toss so what are we trying to do over here we're just trying to force fit people into boxes and there are deviances which will come around in ways that you can't predict so it's an inherent contradiction i completely hear what you're saying i i get it there have to be some rules maybe because people have to follow to a certain path but then it doesn't work i have not seen it work uh, and i've seen i see it in my own case it, it just gets insanely difficult because it's very visceral right what you are is uh, is very opposite to what the organization talks about no i agree no i can hear you uh, no i agree i agree with you right my my sense is that um, again i am playing devil's advocate right my my other sense there is right that uh, so i've been part of this right which means uh, uh, i've been part of this game or this charade for long enough right and my sense is uh, like especially where i work today my my simple rule is look there are rules but uh, speak to me if you want to break any of them right simple rule like i tell everyone that uh, you want to break a rule just speak to me tell me why you want to break the rule or if you broken the rule it's okay just come and tell me you broken the rule we'll figure out what to do about it right and and the reason i do that is not because i am a maverick leader or i am a compassionate leader or any of that my view is uh, somewhere uh, and i just feel that maybe it's just my startup ish roots but i somewhere feel that uh, it's such a stupid contradiction that we put 200 rules like uh, what what is the uh what is the word to use uh, like I, i i've heard examples where in some startups they are saying uh tum sign off karte samay email mein cheers nahi bol sakte wow. because kisi ko bura lagega ki 
cheers is usually associated with alcohol and i'm like fucking who comes up with this i mean who who is this person who's coming up with this nonsense right? symbol, that's the symbolism that you, you <laughs> no so 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 <laughs> so my view is i think look some of these and i'm playing devil's advocate right? some of these rules are there in place because uh, uh because the organization feels that uh, there is no other way to control the violations so which is the first point i made this the second point and which is where i was explaining that look i i tell people that there are rules and you break the rules uh, i'm not encouraging them hopefully not but i tell them look if you break the rules or you want to break it because there are some valid reasons come and talk to me we'll figure out a way to legally break them not even to circumvent them we legally go out seek an exception break the rule and move ahead but the reason i do that is because i think it's very counterintuitive when we scream in front of uh, like town halls and say that oh bring your authentic self to work bring yourself to work yeah. and whatever whatever other variations of this slogan and then we say oh by the way you can't sign off as cheers Uh, and and look I, i understand look you don't want to sign off as fuck right because then obviously it is it can be offensive to somebody but cheers i thought or i still think is a fairly not i have an i have an amazing example of this right uh let me not name the organization but one of the organizations it was always harped about that you need to be 100% your authentic self because that's the only way you can be productive Fair enough. Uh, was having this discussion around the lunch table, uh, typically non non work related discussion, and we were discussing about religion and origin of religion and origin of humanity and stuff like that. And me being an atheist was uh, was trying to build a case for non existence of God, right? And I did. I went about explaining my rational and all all of that stuff. Now. in my next one on one with my manager i was categorically told watch what you speak when you are having lunch around the table there might be people who might not like it and that's the contradiction that we are talking about right But in this example sachin would you blame the organization or would you blame the manager because uh, i think the organization's goals are still i would assume fairly uh, above the line which means they are trying to do the right thing i would i would say the manager needs to understand what the organization is trying to do right because hopefully all managers sort of but wo to ek alag hi rapid hole hai na main mere list mein sorry one second let me just finish sorry sorry you would, you would hope that the manager would represent the ethos of the organization right and if the organization is telling you that please be authentic self then your manager would encourage that right uh in this instance i would have expected the manager to say this is, it's irrelevant right it's got nothing to do with work it's during the lunch hour they're discussing stuff which is very open to debate right in, the, in around the table in 20 people you will have 25 different opinions coming through and mine is one such so why then do i need to be reprimanded verbally that 
be careful of what you're talking about when you're having lunch, right? And and I have a radical opinion about a lot of stuff. In in one of these discussions, I was also speaking about assisted suicide, and somebody took great offense to it. And that became another issue. So I just decided to shut up because the, because I I wouldn't like to conform, right? In an organ in around the lunch table, if people are talking about, uh, for example, no assisted suicide is bad, and God gives life, and only God can take life back, etc., etc. And if I'm I'm not of that belief, I'm not going to add my yes to the situation, knowing fully well that I don't believe, and that just perpetuates the 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 charade that we are talking about. Then why should the organization have any opinion about what I feel or think around a dinner table? Sure, in a work setting, I get it. You should not be talking about these things. And that is my that is my problem with the whole cultish bit, right? You are you are just imposing stuff on a very large population, each of whom is each of whom is a very individual thought process collection of intelligences, etc. It's it's just impossible to to regulate this, and in the process of trying to do the impossible, we are just creating several problems. Symbolism being one of them. Everybody is just very uh, yes, my team is the best, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That I don't agree to it. Like, which is my which is my problem. Which is why I believe that I'm not cut out for working in groups and stuff. I would much rather be in an individual sort of a setting. But that's just me. I mean, who knows? <laughs> no i think two things right uh, two two or three observations one is uh, you're absolutely right and what i was going to say was that uh, you said something to the effect that look my manager should know what my, my organization's real values are right because he is now he or she is pushing across a version which is uh, which is their interpretation and their simplistic interpretation of the organization's values right and i completely agree with you i think but i was going to say that uh, that rabbit hole and that's a full rabbit hole is true for and i'm sure apne but i'm sure main sorry main pehle caveat de raha tha fir statement bata caveat ye hai ki koi na koi to apne upar dalega contract बट नहीं बट मेरा पॉइंट है कि वो सब जगह है but most other leaders if you take like if you take what uh, obama stood for let's take the simplest cleanest example obama stood for a particular kind of healthcare for all right and the way he articulated it i have heard that original version it is fairly state of the art i mean it's fairly forward looking by the time it became obama care and got implemented and there was a whole bunch of bureaucrats who probably mucked it up and put all kinds of checks balances here there and all kinds of things so they're trying to now fit i think it's the same problem right you're trying to fit a vision to a very large sample set and somewhere that vision gets lost 
So let, and this was the other example I wanted to bring up. Right? So I honestly think, and I'm not saying this for the sake of this podcast, I think I work in probably easily, if we did an objective study, one of the top 10 places on this planet to work. Maybe if I'm being a little too aggressive, top 50 places, 50 standalone organizations, I easily work in probably one of those, uh, one of those 50, uh, right? And uh, the reason I say this is because we have a great degree of consistency between a stated value and an implemented value. And the stated values are usually very golden and clean, right? Respect people do this. And implementation is also, in our case, very, very fluid and very, very forward-looking. Now, the challenge I see is that we managed to do this at our sites, which is fairly commendable. But if we became 3x from where we are, I don't know whether we'll manage to sustain it. So that is my I worry, agree. first of all. I agree. The I second agree. thing, sorry, one last thing, uh, second, mm-hmm. sorry. And then I'll let you uh, react to all three points. Right? The, the, the last thing which you were speaking and which again struck me was, uh, there are some organizations which might tell you that don't bring your belief to work. It's possible, which means there are some organizations which can tell you atheist don't bring that belief to work. You can be an atheist at home, do whatever shit you want, don't bring that. But I am saying by stating that don't bring your beliefs to work, they have to then start telling me that don't bring yourself to work. Then, exactly. then they have to also start saying in the same breath that then look uh, you are a very skilled Excel programmer or Java programmer or Python programmer. Please come do your Python programming, go back home, have your, have our coffee, have our Pure transaction, right? Yeah. Pure transaction. So all your such and so react, yeah. sorry, all yours. Yeah. So the, the last point first, right? Then it becomes a question of pure transaction, right? I am giving you 100 rupees, Right? I believe that's a very good model to work on. But then don't get into this other simple symbolism that team hai, or you have to be in a part of a team with you know all nice relationships with everyone. See, my problem is when you have a set of rules and then you realize that you can't implement those rules, but you still insist on implementing those rules. Right? If you're clear, they say, I can't implement this. So I will not even attempt. I'll do it a bare minimum level of acceptance. It says, I'm giving to type karke jayega. Itna relationship. Fair enough. And you will be in my employee till there is a need for somebody typing those 50 pages every day. Done. Right. Game set and match. The problem arrives when we then uh, spout this whole gyan about you're a part of something bigger, a company, hai, you have to give everything to the company, etc. etc. That is the whole symbolism. But we, we completely understand that this is a transactional relationship. 
कल को अगर कंपनी डूब जाएगी तो नो बडी इज गोइंग टू गो आउट ऑफ देयर वेन सेव यू इट्स टू ईच पर्सन हिज ओन एंड देन यू विल फिगर थिंग्स आउट बाय योरसेल्फ माय प्रॉब्लम इज विद दैट ऑथेंटिसिटी यू या तो ये करो या फिर वो करो लीव को कम मत करो बिकॉज़ दैट लीव्स पीपल ड्रेंड देयर एक्सपेंडिंग एनर्जीज ऑन व्हाट दे शुड नॉट इन जस्ट ट्राइंग टू कंफर्म राइट a lot of, a lot of energy is expended in just trying to conform agree and that is draining so how do you expect an individual to be creative or productive absolutely when your own uh, mentally mental balance is not in place that is that is a huge challenge that i observe in most corporates right by the way i must say that the organization i am working in right now No, so I know. I know. I so far crack the crack the trick. No, I agree, and I think we are probably both of us in our yeah. own little ways are lucky, right? Yeah. I think we both work for organizations which, for most parts, let's say for ninety-five percent of the parts, have a stated value, and the implemented yeah. value is fairly fairly close, right? But the challenge again comes into what the the point that you raised, right? We are now. Thousand globally. Uh, in Bangalore, when we first started, we were twelve. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was the seventy-third employee, if I'm not wrong, of of Bangalore, the Bangalore site. In Bangalore alone, we are now about nine hundred, and we have grown rapidly over a period of time. Right now, what everybody in the organization is talking about is how do we retain our sense of uniqueness and culture. Despite growing so rapidly, to which my answer is, you need to break the organization up. You can't. I mean, break in the sense I'm not saying we should have smaller companies within the larger organization, but you need to let come let individual teams run by themselves without without imposing any rules on them because that goes back to your point. Once it becomes too big to manage, what do you do then? Have you have you read Sapiens by the way? Yes, I have. yeah i think the, the author says that uh, i think 120 or 160 is a number which can uh, which can be governed very easily with harmony i, I, I don't remember but yeah some such number but it's it, it, it's well within 200 only a group with of that size can be governed harmoniously anything beyond that becomes a chaotic situation i would say most organizations should follow that right and that would be my 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 input that if we want to maintain that sense of harmony you should just break things up no otherwise you just otherwise you are just imposing stuff on people which which i don't think is the best approach no i agree with you i mean i i'm beginning to see your point right your point is that yeah i mean uh and actually you made a very insightful point right I, i or rather you put it very well the 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 point you made was that a huge amount of personal energy or effort goes in trying to conform and and i think the the point which struck me or struck a chord with me was sometimes if the organization says look uh, you are here only for your python skills Uh, I might not even try and confirm. I might say that I will close my eyes. I will I will put blinkers on. Come here, do my ten hours of coding, and walk away. And 
at least now i'm no longer putting the effort to confirm i'm now just saying that i want to be great at python programming go back home and i don't want to ruffle others i'm happier the way i am versus i think when you get these mixed messages ki bring yourself to work and today is diwali dress up in tradition exactly ha ha what about those people who don't believe in the in, in the whole concept of diwali for example right there is, there is just enormous pressure let me just give a very simple example right uh, i am on leave for these 3 days and when i sort of told it to my team and my my managers uh, almost everybody was like kahan ja raha hai kya kar raha hai and i was like main kahin nahi ja raha hu main ghar pe baith ke kitabe padhne wala hu and uh, i'll spend time with my niece which i have not been able to do as much as i would like and there is this There's this unseen pressure which says नहीं अभी छुट्टी लिया है तो जाना पड़ेगा कहीं पे जरूरी है and जाना पड़ेगा ही and you will not believe there are people of my team who went on Google or whatever and did did searches like one uh, there was this one lady I mean and and well meaning right I'm not yeah yeah well meaning obviously well meaning obviously well meaning they would like me to take that time off and have fun but the problem is my definition of fun is very different from your definition of fun this pressure There's this lady who went out and looked up some stuff and said, "This place in Purg is very good. You get to feed elephants." I'm like, I'm not interested. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> uh, and that is where the whole symbolism and the pressure bit comes in, right? If you're on leave, doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody chooses to spend that leave in a particular way? But then you have to. Uh, you you're almost forced to. Uh, so, uh, but I would the... sorry, I'm playing devil's advocate, Sachin. But I would assume that if you actually politely told people, "No, my idea of fun is staying at home with my niece," I would assume they would back off, right? I did that. I, that's what eventually I did. So I, I, I eventually told them, which is actually my plan. Tomorrow is what I have. Uh, tomorrow is the day I'm going to be doing that. I mean, me and my niece are going to be just the two of us. We are not going. <laughs> no grandfather, no mother, no grandmother. It's just me and my niece. we are going out to kaban park just to just for us just me and her and then i have promised to take her to a bookstore because she wants to buy some painting books and it's just the two of us and that's my idea of fun i'm going to be out the whole day in a garden uh, we'll start with a breakfast somewhere nice and then just going to be just me and her and that's fun to me too and i've been reading a lot of books over the last 3 days uh, that's enormous fun to me too uh, which is what i eventually did i told them so this is that's not my idea of fun i mean i like i, I do like it but i i unfortunately can't do it this time because of several reasons um i'm going to be spending my time doing this and then they backed off obviously you know i hear you uh, but there is this pressure i must confess that there is this pressure to behave in a certain way I, and i think it's fascinating you bring that out right sachin i mean i feel that pressure as well but on different things not on these topics right like for these topics i just probably have become far too thick skinned so i don't even register that somebody was saying something but i do feel the pressure to for example uh, sometimes just be normal right uh, whatever that means like i know i am not part of the normal curve like i know i am weird right and i feel the need to uh, like and and you bring out a fascinating point where i sometimes feel the pressure right and this is not about like like i don't have this challenge yet where a colleague of mine is telling me go somewhere not yet 
and even if they say i probably don't even register it i'm like theek hai jo main bolu mere ko jo karna hai main wohi karne wala hai so it's okay i mean you keep speaking your shit but uh but for example the 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 challenge i find and which is actually a derivation of what you're saying right i find this whole notion that people believe that good is always somewhere else right yeah and and this is not just about travel right this is about everything right for example if i am in my firm which is firm a people strongly believe for me so somebody else is believing for me that good is at point b which is in a different firm different location different city whatever and i am like i maybe it is slightly better i don't know let's give it the benefit of goodness maybe it's slightly better but look i'm 45 i've seen enough of life to know that uh, it is true that the grass is never greener on the other side i mean it might look greener and it might be actually 10% greener but 10% is not worth the effort of me jumping across the uh, fence and going to the other side yet right and and for me this i i i call this phrase good is always somewhere else and and i don't think good is always somewhere else i think good is where you are and uh how you make it uh uh how you make it acceptable and when i said this i was talking to somebody and you know these people i won't name them here because they will beat me and they will they might beat you also but uh, when i was uh, uh when i was saying this to somebody that look uh, good is also about making your present acceptable uh i think again they meant well right so the people who spoke to me meant really well they're 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 just they're they're, they're very dear friends but they basically said uh, making it acceptable is a coping mechanism and coping means that you're already struggling right you're already struggling with a hence you're saying i want to make a acceptable kafi deep hai matlab philosophically i understand this is a very deep topic but i also feel that whatever i do i i have really in 45 years i've come to this conclusion whatever i do i think i'm going to struggle right Same. i'm gonna, absolutely i'm, I'm going to find like at least 10 things which are wrong and i want to do better and and things which i am not supposed to struggle with right like i will struggle with simple things like oh my three employees are unhappy simple things which i shouldn't actually struggle i should just sit here in an organization of 500 employees why am i worried about three employees being unhappy but i will struggle with that and i will make it my personal problem i will think about it at night i will come up with some model i will try and call them i will and that level of engagement honestly cannot be a recipe for uh, It, it will yeah it will drain you out right i mean you you have only so much energy and if you choose to expend it everywhere what happens to you what i i i guess that's one of the reasons why we have stayed close over the last 15 <laughs> years i'm also on the very weird weird end of the spectrum it when we say good is always somewhere else my i, I have an even more fundamental problem with that I mean, why are we even trying to define it what what's this good business is 10% salary more 10% more salary is that good 
हाँ मतलब थोड़ा पैसा अच्छा है मतलब मैं डिनाई नहीं कर रहा कि टेन परसेंट मनी से मैं कुछ कर सकते बट आई एम जस्ट सेइंग मेरे को उसके लिए फैंस नहीं जंप करना to just sit and read and watch tennis <laughs> then yes that is good but if it's any job there is an there is an 8 to 10 12 hours ka struggle involved where you are talking to people uh, you are struggling your uh, there are political uh, uh, fisticuffs involved uh, and that is true for any organization so then 10% how does it matter it's, it's just a question of degrees तो फायदा क्या है उसका? I I don't see the point and 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 that's where I have a problem with that with, with that phrase that you used right good ऐसा कुछ होता नहीं है I mean I was talking to this very interesting friend of mine he's not really a friend he's just an uh, acquaintance and we have not spent as much time as would like to uh, he worked with this massive organization I would not name the organization for obvious reasons but massive organization right uh, huge brand has pretty much changed the way people live uh, and he was based outside of India and he's of the same age as I am uh, he finished his stint outside of India and he came back and he resigned uh, he went away to this small hill station in the southern part of india and uh, this is what he says his day looks like right wake up smoke a stick of weed take my two daughters to school leave them there come back smoke a stick of weed do some farming because i have bought some land not a huge one some land flowers and fruits and some vegetables take a nap go back pick pick up my daughters from school then spend some time you know teaching them school this that uh another stick of weed in the evening spend some time with wife and go to sleep and bear this in mind he's the same age as i am and he's already been retired for 3 years i was talking to him over lunch and i was fascinated with this you know you are to mere se 3 saal chota and you have already taken this decision that i am still struggling with it and he says dekh maine ek cheez maine realize kiya life mein wo bola kya bolta hai it's a zero sum game to kuch bhi step le kuch bhi any step you take uska necessarily 10 bura asar hoga necessarily 10 acha asar hoga problem ye hai ki tu nahi janta hai usko tu nahi janta hai तू शायद दो ही चीजें जानता होगा तू शायद ये एक जो दो चीजें जानता होगा तू शायद ये दो चीजें जानता होगा बट दस और चीजें हैं उसके इर्द गिर्द तो तू नहीं जान सकता है जब तू नहीं जान सकता है देन यू कैन टेक एनी स्टेप कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता है क्योंकि तू जान सकता ही नहीं है एंड आई वॉज थिंकिंग लाइक आई थॉट मे बी दिस इज दीट टॉकिंग बहुत ज्यादा फूक के आया है शायद ये बट देन इवन इन आवर सोबर टाइम्स he tried to in his sober times sorry i i don't smoke weed but in his sober times he tried and tried to simplify it for me and i i could never quite gather the, the 100% essence of what he was saying snippets of it yes but th- i guess that's where it it boils down to it's a zero sum game no i agree i think that's there is merit in what he's saying right? oh. 
of course it helps that he's fairly loaded so it doesn't have to work um, and he says that also mere paas paisa hai to make you make you tadpu mujhe nahi tadpna at a very young age i'm happy with my weed i'm spending time with my two daughters and some time with my wife and i'm fine <laughs> no i think hmm. no i i i can see i mean actually he's making a lot of sense right i think it's a multi program uh, multi it's a it's a multi variable linear programming problem and i think whatever you change something else is going to get put huh. back and that is the way i think he's looking at it and okay. yeah and and i guess that is also the essence of yin and yang that's what i guess it means any action or inaction for that matter has both good and bad contained in it, contained in it inherently and you can't separate the two so no i agree i, I guess that also that is also what Gita says, like, "Tum kuch nahi kar sakte. Tum chup chup apna kam karo." That's by the way now what science is also saying. Give free will is a myth, but anyway, that's another that's another topic for another day. So we are at one hour seven minutes. Uh, we will try and wind this up. I just wanted to end with something, right? And I uh, again came out of something you said, right? So I follow this person on Twitter, right? And I quite like him. I genuinely like him. Uh, twitter friend as in uh, i don't know whether friend is the right word but twitter acquaintance and uh, uh, he writes some fabulous poems i mean so i actually started following him because he writes some truly fabulous poems which i can relate to authentic poems these are not poems like why saw the star and something clicked in me nothing like that these are authentic uh, what we call as lived and experienced poetry right so i've lived this poetry so uh i so you piece a picture from people's posts what they are and what they do and what has happened in their life looks like again i'm guessing looks like he was part of a startup uh many and he again by age looks like 42 because again somewhere in the timeline he mentioned that and uh, i think a few years ago he gave up so he is very vocal about it that i gave up the race because this race meant nothing to me mm. and you should see the timeline the guy is on a perpetual vacation perpetual like he is going from goa to bangalore bangalore to somewhere else somewhere else and every day he is commenting on quality of beers and he is commenting and looks like a regular joe so he posts photo of his house and all it doesn't look like he's loaded or at least he's not loaded in a literal sense he's probably has enough to eat and does something in advertising is my guess so keeps moving ahead but um, but i just sometimes wonder that not a bad place of awareness to be right i mean whatever are his motivations however he arrived at that decision and he doesn't seem like a uh, he he doesn't seem like a person who's trying to present a, a imaginary version of himself i think this is him like he loves his beer loves his smoke talks about it says this is great beer i love this beer blah 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 and this is the food i like and writes great poetry and i always wonder when i read him and i, I do exchange some one one two two word notes with him but i always wonder saying ye bhi ek alag level of clarity hai which wow. which i think it's not just clarity i think it's just so much awareness that i know this is it i am made of my choice i'm going to live my life and 
So with that, I'll 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 give it to you, Sachin. All yours. Last words, please. <laughs> please say whatever you have to, uh, and and we can go as long as you have to. Uh, I'll just borrow the stuff that my my weed smoking friend says. Right? It, it's a zero sum game, and uh, I guess that's also in some ways the conclusion that your Twitter friend has arrived at. It's a zero sum game. So I'll race. Why do I fight? Why do I fight? He's very vocal about it. Uh, I'm sort of arriving at that point. I would say, where I struggle is with vocalizing it because I, I fear, I fear judgment, and some someday I should, I should overcome that. Uh, I, I do want to be very well. This makes sense to me. <laughs> this doesn't make any more sense to me, and I want to take that back and not do this, not be involved in this charade. Anymore. That would be that would be the day. I'm, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> where i don't have to be a part of the sharad anymore fir podcast karenge bilkul 24 ghanta baad kitabe kitabon pe kar sakte hain i don't know have you heard of this book called calling bullshit calling bullshit no doesn't seem to ring a bell it's uh, quite interesting maine abhi abhi shuru kiya maine 10th page padha hai Uh, the art of skepticism in a data driven world ha 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 i've read this sorry i didn't recall it from the title i've read this i've actually read the book no bhi zyada nahi padha abhi and the first line itself is very interesting it says the the world is awash with bullshit and we are drowning in it <laughs> yeah yeah i think it basically i think the first two chapters or three chapters speak about how you can look at the same data and come up with very different conclusions and what you're typically sold as a conclusion so Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, so, मुझे वो करना है अपने लाइफ में कि हजारों किताब खरीदूं मैं एक एक हफ्ते में एक एक हफ्ते में एक एक पढूं और पॉडकास्ट करते रहूं लाइक मैं बता सकता हूं आपको कौन सा किताब कैसा था एंड ऑल दैट और बाकी मुझे कुछ नहीं करना बाकी लिटरली मुझे कुछ नहीं मुझे दुनिया से कुछ लेना देना ही नहीं करना दिस इज ऑल आई वांट टू डू कम दिस टू गो बिफोर आई गेट देयर बट दैट वुड बी एन आइडियल डेट आई हैवंट रीच देयर येट लाइक आई स्टिल लाइक माय like i struggle i struggle for silence and all of that but i actually still like uh, uh i still like my friends and i don't mind hanging like i don't mind hanging out with you i don't have an issue uh, i don't i don't have an issue actually even with my current workplace right like i wouldn't give up my current workplace for a million dollars i mean that's how much i like it i mean i genuinely find uh, I actually gave up a lot of money to stay in where I am right now. And you know, you know, I actually gave 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 up. I agree. I mean, the place that I am in right now also I hugely admire. Massive, perhaps the best place that I have ever worked in in my what fifteen, seventeen years of career. But even then, right? And it's not because of the company. It's it's just the person that I am. It's got yeah, nothing to do with organization. No, I agree with you. it's the person that i am that i would much rather get to a level where all i am doing is reading books watching some tennis and meet a very very select group of small friends no i agree I, with you i don't have to pretend i don't have to be a part of the race anymore i don't have to decide where my next vacation is going to be no i, I agree with like you like to get to that point and and these rabbit holes right or these conversations or this conversation which we had today i completely agree with you right essentially speaking of our fallacies right we are not talking about the world's fallacies or 
the firm's fallacies or our colleagues' fallacies. I think, to be fair, I actually think they fit the normal curve when they are poor guys. <laughs> they are very normal. They, they, they fit the curve. They know what they're doing and they seem to be doing it reasonably yeah. well. It's people like you and me who are the uh, oddballs and the people yeah. uh, who are not fitting in just as well. But on but, that note... Uh, something, final sorry. final point. Something for the next podcast that we could discuss, right? Yeah, I've made tons of notes. I'll send it to you. I have one, one, one additional point that we should, I think, add. And this is very personal. I'm actually asking you a question. Maybe you, you can attempt to answer it the next time we speak. Do you enjoy this struggle and are you, are you proud of it? Or, uh, or do you think of this struggle as a, just that, a struggle? Uh, this struggle as in struggle with uh, fitting struggle fitting. with fitting in or struggle with work fitting in not not work work is a part of fitting in this we don't fit in in several different aspects but this whole struggle to fit in to agree to be a part of the charade to run the race you hmm. no i agree with you i think this is a whole my general answer is uh, as I've aged, I've started saying FO more, but uh, but uh, but I don't think I say FO enough. I mean, that's my honest answer. I think I need to say it far more. But uh, but as I've aged, I've definitely started saying FO more and more and more often. And, uh, and that's a conversation uh, we should have. <laughs> yeah, that's a conversation we should have. And, I, I do have a I do have a. I do have a catch. Uh, I, I, I think that that struggle also makes us what we are, however weird that might be. So if you stri- take away the struggle, do we still continue to be the people that we are or do we become something else? Again, we don't have to make an attempt to answer that now. We can speak of it some sometime else because that's another two, three hour long conversation. <laughs> no, agree. And I think, look, uh, I was talking, you know him, right? And I think uh, for folks who are listening in, uh, uh, Nilesh and I had a chat, uh, I think, two weeks ago, and uh, I was talking to Nilesh again offline today. And Nilesh was telling me that Amitabh, maybe we don't have a ten-part series. Maybe we have a hundred-part series coming up, and and I think it's going to be similar with you. I think we can easily do this for our life. We can Absolutely. keep doing one episode a week, and we can keep doing it for the rest of our life. But uh, look on a on on a, on a sense and a note that we have to still bring this to an end and keep this consumable for ourselves also. Uh, this is for posterity, as I always say, and this is fascinating. And I always enjoy my chats with you. We hyperlinked, but I think we hyperlinked on intent and I made tons of notes. So we'll come on all those topics again. And uh, fascinating chat and uh, uh, just a, a caveat from me and I'm sure I know Sachin for at least 15 or 12 years so I'll say it this on behalf of Sachin also. I don't think we mean disrespect to anybody right? anybody, any firm in fact it's a fundamental value to us that we will respect uh, even uh, animal to the extent we can absolutely do so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is not intent to uh, take pot shot at anyone in yeah, yeah. This is pot shots at us. This yeah. is us. This is how we are how, broken and how we are strange in our own. Uh, how we struggle to find meaning. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. That's where the problem lies. This is a personal rabbit hole. This is not about anybody else. And I think 
no matter what we do we are really not going to change the world right the world is going to remain the same it's us who has to change adjust or basically discard or whatever are the answers so this is our rabbit hole and i say this on behalf of both sachin and us and i uh, sachin and me and i have enjoyed this chat i mean this is like i i have done many such chats with uh, sachin which are not recorded so maybe 50 such chats or 20 such chats i don't remember the number but uh, this has been fascinating and this is going to be fun so we'll do a whole uh, series and we'll keep revisiting it and uh, thank you sachin thank you all and sachin all yours for you to sign off absolutely enjoyed it uh, we should do more of these and maybe what we should do is pick up very specific topics because as you said we hyperlink a lot i have lost track of where we started and about <laughs> Yeah, we will we will start with topics next time yeah, okay so I, i will organize it better we should maybe be a little more specific because i think a third person listening to this will be wondering ye kahan shuru hua kahan ja raha hai aur kahan khatam ho raha hai and uh, i would rather that we have a little bit more structure to it but that uh, this is this has been absolutely fascinating so we should do more of these you take care and good night yeah. sachin and uh, yeah. bye and you can stay on i will just stop okay. the recording Sure. Uh, uh...